when Lenny gains weight, now he's big lens. But mm. when when <laughs> when Tanisha from the block gains weight, she's a fatty. Like, come on, like make it make sense. It doesn't Facts. make sense. Hi, my name is Tiffany Alice. I'm Dan and Leia. And you're listening to Girl Meets Girl Podcast. This week, we'll be talking about body standards, surgery, and the BBL girl. BBL child. Oh, child. <laughs> So we're back with another episode. Yes. Quick disclaimer, Dana has a cold. Yes, sorry. <laughs> if you guys notice that I sound a bit congested, it's not corona. I okay, came back well. from holiday and the aircon just fucked me up. So Where did you go on holiday? Tell them. I went to Dubai. Ooh. Yeah, it was I so wonder pretty. what you were doing there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, this week, as we said, we'll be talking about all things body issues. So I think it's only right that we do a quick trigger warning if this is like a sensitive topic for you maybe you shouldn't listen yeah i should leave then because it's sensitive for me (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um i guess a good place to start is just talking about how much body standards has changed over the years and over all the different eras and this is this is coming from the two opinions of i wouldn't say either one of us are anywhere near overweight I feel yeah, like well, I'm I'm quite slim. I spent a lot of my life being underweight. So, mm-hmm. um, but I will also try and see it from different viewpoints as we go along this conversation. Because like I see both sides of the whole debate and how some people might feel towards the media's reaction to a specific body type. Yeah. And I just think in general, like we're just so hard on women. No, I mean, do you know what? Oh my God, you've just made me realise that this whole time when I was thinking about this episode, I was only thinking about it from a women's perspective. Like, exactly, We yeah. should definitely consider how men will film. We'll definitely get into that, into the episode. Um, for me personally, I'm very slim now, but mm-hmm. in my, I was a very skinny baby, but in my teen years, I gained quite a lot of weight and I was quite chubby. You had like a chubby face, but you were never actually chubby. <laughs> yeah, so I was I was quite, I think I was chubby when I was a teen and then I, I mm. drastically lost the weight. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're both slim girls. I think it's important to acknowledge that this is coming from the perspective of slim people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's important to think critically and think for both sides. So I guess over time, being slim has always been the preferred mm-hmm. body type mm-hmm. in society. I'm going to generalize because mm-hmm. in Western society, because mm-hmm. you might go to places in Africa and they're like being fat is great because it shows that you're rich. It means yeah. you have money to like buy food and stuff. Yeah. But if we get into it a bit more specifically, certain body parts, for example, in the 90s, it was so popular to have huge boobs. Yeah. And no arms. And no bum. Yeah. Remember in all the early 2000s movies, they'd always be like, does my ass look big in this? God, I would have been a bombshell. What? (laughs) Big boobs and no ass. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that was the body standard back then. And also there's a really toxic culture in the early 2000s to be drastically skinny. Yeah. You know, and like eating disorders were very much going to the toilet and throwing up and shit. It was like Like, glamorized. Like it's insane when you think about that. Yeah. What do you think about how body standards have changed over the years? Yeah. It's just crazy how much it has changed and it's just constantly changing. And it's Mm. just for me, when I think about it, it's a bit, um, it's a bit worrying because if you consider how much it changes over time, a lot of the decisions girls are making nowadays are very permanent decisions. Yeah. I feel like it's a bit worrying because girls are getting BBLs and no one's actually lived a full lifespan with a BBL. 
Like it's mm. the procedure itself is so dangerous. But as for living with a BBL, like I don't even know the implications of that. I've never seen an old person, someone live until they're old having a BBL. Like it's just crazy to think. And who knows, maybe in 10 years, like that's not even going to be what's desirable anymore. But people have already gone through the, this life changing procedure to kind mm-hmm. of do that. Um, so, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, for me, as a woman, uh, my own preferred body type would just be like an average build. I don't personally like my body goal would be like, you know, I mean, I like a little slim waist. That would be nice. Um, a slight bum, nothing too crazy. And then just, yeah, just, just like you think, But when you think about your, when you think about your dream body, let's say, you do think you want like specific ratios that are implemented yeah. because of the way like society has told you what yeah. is nice. So you want, you don't want hips that are smaller than your waist. Does that make sense? Yeah, You're not yeah, ever going to yeah. desire that. So all these like dream, I mean, social media, of course, is going to, is going to come into this topic because mm-hmm. we are constantly seeing the perfect quote unquote body on Instagram, Instagram models, whatever you want to call it. And I think it is super unhealthy for me, like, I want to ask you, would you ever have a BBL? Like, if someone said to you, you can have it for free, be honest, would yeah. you have a BBL? Personally, no. I don't even like the look, Tiffany. I, like, on myself, obviously, there's some women out there that look really good. Even naturally, that body mm. type, to me, on some women looks really good. But I cannot see myself having a fat, like, proper... Can you even see me with no, a BBL? Your I can't body, see no, that. your body is absolutely amazing. And I'm not trying to say, like... Don't oh, get I, me wrong. There's definitely things I change about my body. Like, I would like a bit more weight on me. But as for a BBL, I think that's just a bit too extreme. I don't really mm-hmm. like that. It's not my desired look. Now, I think that's a very rare thing to come across. Maybe I, it's, yeah. it's, it depends what circles you're in. Yeah. But as you know, for me, if I was offered yeah. a BBL... I would probably have one and maybe that's me coming from the perspective of I do you know influencing and things like this and thinking Mm. the girls are actually thinking about this as a strategy to making more money Mm -hmm. because unfortunately if your body does look that way these days you will tend to get more deals you tend you know Mm. I mean you it's it's so weird how it works but it 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 happens like that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had a friend who was a stripper and she had a BBL and she was like, Tiffany, I make 10 times more money. And as soon as she did that, she was getting flown out by these rappers. That's and- the thing. Do you, do you know, know what why? Because I mean? once you get, like, when you even naturally having that body type, you're going to automatically be sexualized. Like, and that's also part of the reason I probably wouldn't prefer that for myself. I, mm. Even from young, I remember going to school with girls that, you know, had fuller breasts or fuller bums and, you know, them just feeling like they couldn't walk past boys because they'd be like ashamed of having an ass or having some boobs. And it's just like things like that. That's that's the struggle that I wouldn't particularly like to, even with my dress sense, I don't think that a BBL would complement that. But if you think about it, women get sexualized when they have BBLs. We live in a man's world. Of course, they're going to make money because men just love sex. They love any, like it's actually disgusting when we think about how much money a woman can make just because of a man's pleasures. Like, it's, it doesn't, yeah, there's it can't two work sides that way because for women. And th- there's two sides of it. Cause obviously like if you do sex work as your, yeah. as your work, like that's completely your prerogative. There's that side. Then there's also the side of it is our power and we are in control oh, of no, it. Exactly. Which can be empowering. Exactly. So, I mean, and and girl, if it's there, you may as well do it. Like yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. all for that. If that's, if that's someone's decision to do, like I'm all for that, but it's just, it just shows how disgusting men are yeah, no. to, to even be able to make a living off of, 
their you know their because even i know sex workers and even even like sex workers themselves will laugh at the fact that we can literally make money off creepy guys like Mm. that it's a whole market no definitely i get what you mean I think for me personally, as you know, over my life, my body image has affected me greatly. Yeah. Um, I think it started about three years ago when I just started uni and I just went through a really, really deep, dark depression and I lost so much weight. And mm-hmm. ever since then, even if I'm, I'm in a better mental space now, mm-hmm. sort of, um, I'm in a better mental, no, I am in a better mental space now, but I've never been able to gain weight how I could before them years. Mm. Like, I don't know what happened with my body, Mm. but it's just, I can't gain weight, bro. And if I do, it just doesn't go to the right places. So I just lose weight so quickly. And um, it just really started to affect how I feel and like how I, again, like how I felt around guys and dating and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. I have walked past guys and like heard comments about how slim I am or like really yeah and I don't know if like I look super thick in my photos I was just I about hope to not. say that as well I feel like that is so important going for men that appreciate your body type yes because this is going to have a drastic effect on how you view yourself and your body Mate, like if you 100%. are I'm so sorry but if you're if you're you know on the thicker side do not go for men that like slim or you know petite women because you know they're just gonna you're just gonna feel like you need to hit the gym they're gonna make comments and you're just gonna feel like you need to hit the gym and you need to lose some weight vice versa if you're a slimmer girl and these guys that you're dating a guy that likes you know a bbl or a thicker woman you're always going to compare yourself to these women that you see online because you feel like that's what he wants like always go for someone that actually appreciates your body because there's things to appreciate in every single body type like mm. just just oh, no. embrace can what I you just have say also with this whole men thing like when them liking like have a type have a type i'm not gonna murder mm. you for having a type that's mm. fine but like I just hate how much power they even have over that. Like, oh, I, sorry, I only want this specific type of girl. Like, mm. fuck off. I just feel like women are so much more accepting and of that's, guys. And that's, and that's like why my, I say- Our types keep, are so much yeah. more gentle. Like, we'll have a exactly. type, but we'll still explore outside of exactly. it. Do you get what I mean? Exactly. Don't go off of what just what men like. like. And that's why I say keyword, appreciate your body type. Not mm. only, like, it's about actually appreciating someone's body because, you know, you might- like someone even as women we might think oh yeah this this thicker physique is what I like but I could see someone's body who's slim and be like oh I actually appreciate that body that body is quite a nice body someone like Kendall Jenner you know she's got really nice build but she's very slim Mm. it's not my ideal body type for myself but I can still appreciate that body do you know what I mean and that's what it comes down to at the end of the day I I get it all the time you get all the time you probably Mm -hmm. get on all different types of places around you but your face even mm. or whatever and it, you, people, you don't know what insecurities people have of course be kind I'm not saying don't comment on people's photos or whatever but just be conscious of that because I think the society the more and more apps that come out and more things that are all about image we just become so indoctrinated with being obsessed about analy- analyzing people's bodies like mm. I do it mm. I will literally catch myself looking at a girl's 
video and just being like oh my god like how the fuck is she built like this and I don't have this I don't mm. have that and it will ruin my entire day like I, I've gotten a bit better with that recently but I know yeah. there's teens and stuff who aren't there mentally to like help themselves not think like that who are gonna now mm-hmm. grow up with an insecurity because of social yeah. media especially so interesting how you said we haven't seen anyone live the full life like seen a grandma mm. have a bbl and see the effects and it's see so how it's scary. gonna go on like i'm all f- here for girls doing what they want this mm-hmm. is nothing like this this episode is not for judging anyone's like choices with what they do with their body it's actually the opposite we're actually trying to say like every woman should be entitled to want the body they want and it's not fair that everyone has to be kind of sucked into this trend of what's popular right now and be judged for it Mm -hmm. is I think the point that we're trying Mm -hmm. to make essentially um so how do you feel about your body that is such a fucking like (laughs) broad question like what are you i don't know like are you confident in your body so if you follow me online you'll probably think i'm the most confident person Mm -hmm. ever because basically all my photos are naked like i literally Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like on instagram i never wear clothes Mm -hmm. um but actually i wouldn't even say i'm that confident in my body like I think I'm on this journey right now of trying to heal as we all are, like things that I've been doing to myself for years and my body image is part of that healing. And I think I've been more focused on my mind healing. So I haven't Mm. actually gotten to that point yet. So yeah, I'm, there'll be some days, the other day I went to work and I was wearing my jeans and these jeans were tight on me two Mm -hmm. weeks ago. That's another thing about me and Dana, our weight fluctuates, bro. Can we also just acknowledge that people's weight fluctuates? Like Mm. my weight, one week, you think I have a BBL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next week, flat as a fucking yeah. ironing board. Doesn't make no, no for sense. Real. Yeah, I'll look back at old photos of me. And it might be when I thought, oh, my body's not looking nice yeah. or whatever. And I'll be like, oh, I had a little, I had a little fatty at this I know, point. Right? Like, my ass was actually looking quite nice. Like, And I hate that for myself. I hate when I look back at times that I was so hard on myself, but I looked great. And that's what makes me, like, now whenever I feel shit, like try to think back to times like that and try and appreciate myself. But yeah, I went to work the other day. I was wearing these jeans that were tight on me like two weeks ago. Why would they hanging off me as in falling down? (laughs) I was like, no. Like I literally went to the bathroom and just like looked at myself like what the hell in the mirror. And honestly, it was on the verge of tears all day. So insecure about it. I literally went to a shop because I work on Oxford Street, went to a shop, bought a hoodie to like hide underneath mm-hmm. like I wear a lot of baggy clothes and I always have and it's it's kind of been since I lost a lot of weight and th- I don't want to even sound right now like we're having some pity party because there will be plus size girls who are in society more looked down upon even and they're gonna be like oh boo-hoo like you were too skinny for your jeans do you know what I mean who mm. are gonna think like well, shut the fuck up to what we're saying and but I, it's your viewpoint everyone's sorry, everyone's viewpoint is valid though yeah can society we say that has society has changed I think everyone's viewpoint is valid so I don't want to take away from anyone with what I'm saying I think it's important for us to say that and to acknowledge everyone's views however I do think that in today's world, being super skinny, I'm not talking about skinny, but you still have a bum you st- or whatever. I'm talking like skinny, like you don't have a bum, like you you're, you don't have hips, like that's the type of build I'm talking about. 
is like so slated like mm. it's like an insult yeah. to not have a bomb and now and it stuff. really it upsets me so koila ray is a rapper in america and she's this really petite she's quite toned she hasn't got she hasn't really got any breasts she's skinny and you know she's got she's got a little ass but it's not it's not thick she hasn't got hips it's not and people always kind of like make fun it, of her body yeah and they've I remember people would do it with Ariana Grande as well, like say how they they look like kids because yeah. they don't have what's deemed as a woman's body. And I think that's so insulting. Like you're actually belittling someone's whole womanhood because of their body type. I think mm. that's really fucked. Like no one's ever gone to the extent to say that to me, but I'm sorry if anyone ever approached me and said something like that, like that's fight and talk. We're going to fight because no. who the fuck are you? I understand. That's and then crazy. it's even like, for example, Lizzo, who's also a rapper, who's like plus size. Mm-hmm. Um, she every time she's like on any of these blogs shade room or whatever she's always the if you take the comments everyone's just talking about her weight mm. like she can be winning 10 awards which she usually fucking is because she's so talented mm-hmm. and all the comments will be just about her body like can you shut the fuck up and please? then people are so surprised when she centers her whole career around her body because because you guys are making yeah, about that so exactly. she might as well capitalize on it exactly so yeah like I just think this society in terms of surgery in general is going to a very toxic place, even to the point where, sorry to take it back to social media, but filters <laughs> was so a big thing. Mm. Um, so I've honestly put, I put up a story a few weeks ago, just saying like how I can't, like I'm taking this story without a filter. Cause I just realized I keep taking stories with a filter and I'm mm-hmm. just giving myself face dysmorphia. If I don't have a filter on, I feel so ugly. So for the entire month of October, I was like, okay, I'm only gonna use filters that are like obvious it's a fucking filter. So let's say it's an animal filter mm. or like, do you know what I mean? Not as in makes me other human. Mm-hmm. Like today I posted one with like bunny ears. Obviously that's not mm-hmm. my fucking face. So I'm not gonna have that dysmorphia. Mm. Cause I used to use one that was like so realistic and completely change your face and I, when I would take off the filter, I'd be like, oh my God, I am mm-hmm. fucking clapped. Like it made me feel really down about myself and spending that time not using filters has made me feel so much better about my face that's now. That's so good, yeah. But that's another thing that also plays a part, like all these smoothing things mm. online. It makes you have insecurities that you weren't even aware of. For sure. Definitely. As well. Uh, can I just say, um, if we go have body standards, can 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 the men get it a little as well? Because I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I love you, you guys. Think that, but do you think that men are oppressed at all by today's body issues or standards? Yes, but only by themselves. Like, I feel like as women, we get judged by other women and men. Men, I'm not going to go as far as to say that women don't judge men. Of course, there's women in the world that judge men and like are very, you know, adamant about what they want in terms of a body type in a guy. But in general, like if a guy goes to the gym and starts doing up weight lifts and whatever and becomes this big, big bodybuilder, it's because he wants to like and it's actually because his boys might be, you know, like they might be exchanging this whole, oh, yeah, let's hit the gym. Let's hit, oh, mm. you're looking hench. You're looking. Girls don't give a fuck about any of that. I'd say the only kind of judgment in society that men face as far as body standards and body issues is height. Yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah, like yeah, short yeah, men yeah, are yeah. fucking slated. Yeah, they I've are. I've dated, what do you think about short men? I've dated short men. Can't do it, mate, sorry. Oh. 
I'm so sorry. Like I actually am. I'm. I'm it's really all right. Sorry. I think they're fine. I think. No, because you know what? Elsewhere. No, because <laughs> no, you know what? Yeah. Like, part of me wishes I could, because there's some there's some great short guys out there. Do you know but what? I just can't. Short guys. Every short guy I've dated has had such an amazing personality. Like, made me laugh. And that's because what's so they're... disappointing, bro. Like, <laughs> why can't you just be taller? <laughs> um. Yeah. I think there's I nothing wrong like... with having preferences. And even with men, because I know they're going to try and say, oh, well, you just said we should shut up about women. Da, da, da. No, but it's like they have so much mouth for women is my problem. But when yeah. it comes to your boys, you don't have mouth for your boys. Like, why is it when... Um, when Lenny gains weight, now he's big lens. But mm. when 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 Tanisha from the block gains weight, she's a fatty. Like, come on, like make it make sense. It doesn't facts. make sense. No, that is actually facts. Also, body standards goes further. Like, just standards in general are so different and goes further in the terms of like even hygiene. Like, women are expected. Your pussy can't stink. What's it called? Your nails must be done. Your toes got to be done. Your hair got to be done. Your lashes got to be done. Your goddamn teeth got to be done. Yeah. Men roll out of bed fucking throw some boxes on and they're out and it's fine in society i think recently past year though twitter has been holding men accountable for their hygiene and i've noticed a lot of different like men are doing facials and getting their nails done and stuff as they should but like we've been going through this since the fucking eternity like you know i still don't think it's it's demonized in society for men to not do those things oh yeah but it's definitely changed like you've said yeah i guess like more men want to do that stuff and aren't thinking it's like feminine or whatever yeah. or, you know having their toxic masculinity be involved yeah in there's definitely things that you know men go through and are oppressed by for sure but when it comes to body you can, standards you can it's be, not even yeah, comparable you, i'm sorry you can be a plus size guy and it's fine like there's actually i i think i was watching a or show or a super skinny guy and it's fine I exactly i was watching a show called naked attraction i know oh you God, i know I love you love that, that show. show yeah love that show and i think they were talking about like um because you know sometimes in between their shows they start giving stats of like yeah body facts. preferences yeah like facts i think on one of them they were like over 70 or 80 percent of women actually prefer a guy with more meat on him in terms of like a dad bod that's Mm. actually what they said and i was so shocked by that no even on twitter um no sorry on tiktok there's loads of videos of girls making um they love a bit of a tummy like memes saying how much they love dad bods and stuff like that or like and then there's also a huge culture of women online who speak about how much they love skinny boys and how skinny boys be packing i'm sorry but like that's great that's great us women we love everything i love yeah, that for no, us but we're can more we... accepting that's the problem yes but can we just keep that to ourselves because i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah. i'm so sorry yeah i just i don't I, I feel like we're just giving these men bigger heads than they already have like we don't mm. ever hear men uplifting us the way that we uplift them more time and i just feel like you know we need, we should get that energy back there should definitely be a lot more balance I also want to go into a bit about going back to on the BBL culture thing. And if you don't know what a BBL is, we should probably say what it is. <laughs> yeah. But I'm assuming most of our it's listeners It's a Brazilian will know. butt lift. So it's a procedure where they take fat out of your stomach and put it into your butt. Yeah, I think your back as well. You can take, yeah. you can take fat out of every, every, anywhere, anywhere to, yeah. put it, to put it in your body. But there's also a culture within BBL culture of like how much it's glorified, specifically with rappers. Like, yeah. and how now every rapper baby mum who has a bbl is now automatically like a fucking celeb purely based off her body like i think it's crazy part of me is like yes get that money like like we were speaking about earlier with sex work and stuff like that however part of me is thinking 
girls think they need to look like that to get a guy that has money yeah. or whatever. It depends what space you're in. Cause yeah. not everybody acknowledges all these like Twitter or Instagram baby mums and yeah. rapper baby mums. Not everyone's in that world, but I want to say for the most part. Yeah, it's just, I'm, I don't really, I'm not enjoying the rapper culture these days. At all. I'm not enjoying the music videos. I'm not enjoying anything. Like if I, I hate to sound like an old head, but if I compare it to the old school videos, and it's not just about them not using, you know, BBL models. Cause obviously we all know back in the day they used to use slimmer physique models mm. and you know, but it's not even really just about that. It's just about the quality of the music videos as well. Like I'm so tired of seeing thick bitches on beds with balaclavas and like <laughs> do you know what I mean like it's just very Definitely. vulgar it's too much like there's no video concepts and I feel like rappers these days they just get a bitch with a BBL in their video and think that's enough like yeah yeah that's that's the flex mm. like it's not the flex it's mm. just it's whack it's so whack remember when the rapper UK rapper H he did a music video recently where he had all different body types yeah in his music that was video. interesting and a lot of people were like you know praising him for it and he was just like I don't need to be praised. Yeah. Like this should be this should be normal. normal. Like you I'm know? not gonna lie though, that was a bit performative. I think Ooh. because because like you centered the whole video around that and knew that you knew that that was going to be the reaction. So then to say, oh, this should be normal. We never I mean, know. It, I think it should be normal. It's a t- it's a sticky one because we never know someone's intentions if they actually want to do it to be genuine and actually be inclusive. Yeah. It's like brands. Yeah. They'll be like, oh my God, we're so inclusive. We now go up to size whatever. Yeah. A size a million we have now in stock or whatever. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. But every single one of their influencers they send out to are skinny girls. Every single mm. one of their their, the pictures they actually post on the actual page are skinny girls like yeah. brands do that a lot the performative yeah. shit with bodies yeah. oh my god the way they capitalize off of our insecurities is fucked they do it with our bodies they do it with like race for example uh-huh. like they do it with so many things so it can definitely you never really know if something's performative or not these days it's the yeah. problem with social media yeah it's true it's like some truman fucking experiment but yeah and at this point people don't really care either whether it's performative or not people are missing the point completely with that i feel like and it goes into so many other things even like cancel culture and stuff which we'll you know we're definitely going to speak about in a whole episode yeah (laughs) so what do you think about um i think it's important to not put women against each other but there is a conversation and it's healthy to have a conversation and it's not always beef to have a conversation i think it's important for us to speak about the conversation of plus size women kind of feeling like because i saw a thread on twitter talking about this i'm not just making it up Plus size women feeling like a lot of slimmer girls now trying to victimize themselves into saying that they're not, their bodies aren't desirable or whatever, where it's like, okay, as fat women, we've been in that position forever. But here's my thing with that. Um, why can't we both have the struggle? Just because I feel like I have this struggle that doesn't actually invalidate your struggle. Like, okay, yeah. because I'm, t- because I'm, I'm not saying me, literally but i'm speaking for any slimmer build girls because we're saying we have faced these issues in society how does that take away from the issues that larger women are facing i just feel like okay they might hear some things that slimmer women have to say and be like oh oh boohoo but it's like you don't need to make it a battle you now you now don't need to respond to that with 
well yeah but like as a plus size woman I I go through this and I okay bro you go through that and I'm so sorry you go through that let's try to tackle that like do you know what yeah I, mean? I think the larger issue is what should be focused on it should be focused on the fact that can we stop making a specific body type a trend yeah all the time just appreciate all body types but period. I do acknowledge that maybe because slim women are experiencing this now it's kind of like you you didn't have to wait till you experienced it now for it to change yeah. so i completely understand why plus size women are like you you know this could have been tackled earlier when we were going through it all these fucking years so i understand that side yeah. of the argument too i think though so if a slim girl i've seen it on tiktok slim girls will, will make a video about how much they don't like something about their body and then the comments will be like you're fishing they'll put the fishing emoji in there you're, like, you're fishing for compliments and it's like when a plus size girl like personally about how much she hates her body, all the comments are just trying to so uplift, you know? Yeah. Not all the time. You'll get men in there sometimes, especially on TikTok. Men on TikTok comments are awful. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, go, you know, go to the gym then. Yeah, no, awful that, stuff that like is that. Some, that is something I will, I will actually say and acknowledge. When it comes to plus size women and men, they're like men are very brutal on plus size women like, oh I will a thousand that. percent so brutal. Like, fucking awful when your mum's out here looking the same way no i'm facts. sorry but like facts. You, i'm where's sorry the energy for where's her? the like, energy for your mum who's plus size i don't get it it's crazy it's insane but it's projecting so whatever we don't even <laughs> talk about that <laughs> it's the way that this podcast is going to turn into some men hating yeah, like fucking I campaign know. we don't hate men we just hate the men who think this way which is the yeah. majority of men yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i think in general let's tackle the fact that bodies need to stop being a trend we need to acknowledge everyone bodies need to stop being a trend yes <laughs> Body types. Oh, okay. Body yeah. types need to stop being a trend. Yes. Is is my opinion on that. So if we go a little bit past body and we speak about specific things now, like for example, Kylie Legenna, she popularized lip fillers. Well, black women popularized big lips, but yeah. she popularized lip fillers. And a lot of girls, I want to say 90% of women in the world now have lip fillers. I have lip fillers. I'm getting actually my lips done tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about these kind of micro trends and how they come in and come out? Like, for example, another trend might be getting filler in your nose. Another trend mm. might be getting your teeth done is a, is a, was mm. a big trend like a year ago. I mean, it's still getting done, but you know what I mean? Really rampant. Mm. Um, these kind of like micro body trends. What's your views on it? I think, um, yeah, like everyone's free to do what they want with their body. Um, just make sure it looks good. <laughs> That's it, really. As long I, as it looks good, I and tell you're Dana safe. I'm getting my lips done. She looks at me like she she's so concerned, and she's like, "Do you really think that you need it though?" Yeah, such no. a Karen. Tiffany Tiffany got her lips done, and she got it done in a very subtle way. And I just I love them. They look so good. But Thanks. I always get worried because I I keep seeing things on TikTok of people like getting a bit too carried away with it. And, and this is the horror thing. stories. When I mad. first got my lips done, they, so. When you get your lips done, the first day, they swell up. The first two days. It depends who you are, but more time, it swells up. Like, mm. I've got a picture. I'll even post it yeah. on the GMG stories. I'm not posting on the page. I'll post <laughs> it on the stories of my lips swelled the yeah. fuck up. Like, it looked bad, right? And I was like, this is awful. I've ruined my face. I was panicking. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then, like, three days passed. I was in love with my lips. And I actually ended up missing that big, big effect that it looked like before. And I started, hell? like, looking in the mirror and thinking... <laughs> oh my God, I should change this. Oh my God, I can change that. And like, you just see so that's, much other things and that's the problem. It yeah. becomes a bit addicting. I actually ended up getting 
something that I ended up getting that I regretted getting was chin filler. <laughs> you regretted getting it? Yes. Why? I literally told you I, but I'll repeat. I went to get my lips done and my lip lady was like, oh, there's some filler left. Do you want to put the rest in your lips? And I was like, no, I think they're big enough. It's fine. She was like, you can put this filler anywhere else, if like in your face. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, where do you recommend? She was like, well, if you want to put it in your chin, it will just make your face look more like chiseled and whatever. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. So she put it in my chin. And then I left the place and I looked in the mirror. I looked like Sporticus from Lazy Town. No. I did because my partner at the time told me I did. That's a bit mean. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm, is it still there? No, 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 no. Dana, listen to the story. Oh, okay. So I got it done and like for three days, I've even got a video which I might post on the GMG's page if you guys want it enough. I don't know because it's really, I look fucking bad. But um, I just remember thinking, I look like Lord Farquhar, like what is going on with my face? And then after a few days, it, it died down. Cause basically the problem was my chin was already quite chiseled and yeah, like my have- face was already quite structured. I didn't need it. And I just ended up getting it cause it was just accessible to me. And sometimes when you do stuff like that, you just end up unnecessarily ruin your face. Luckily filler dissolves and like it's gone down and you can't even tell I've had chin filler. It's probably all gone, but um. Yeah, that's like a time that I re- I regretted. I am very open to ser- to like changing yourself. This isn't even about. We've already made it clear to the like to you guys that you guys can do whatever you want with your body, and we. That's the most important thing is that you're happy with it and that it looks actually good and decent and stuff. I think we should just focus mostly on like ourselves. I think for myself, I would be open to surgery in the future. Yeah, like I said in the beginning, if I was offered a BBL for free, I might do it. I might. However, if I was to pay for it, I don't think I would. Like, I think I'm quite happy with fillers and stuff like that. You can get fillers in your hips and stuff. Yeah. I'm not trying to promote like, you know, this shit, but it's the reality is I, I would probably do it. And my reasons for doing so is to feel more confident where I'm wearing certain things. Like my build is quite slim and I'm fully actually aware of the fact that the reason why I probably feel this way about my body is because of society society and that's why and I could, social media I could never judge a woman with a procedure done like that because i can't blame you for getting it done do you know what i mean yeah all right guys after this short break we'll be talking about the journey to accepting yourself being confident in who you are and all that type of stuff yes see you after this <laughs> Welcome back guys. So we got a lot of questions about how to feel confident in your body type. And I assume we got these questions because people just think that's how we feel. And I just want to get that out of the way first and foremost. We also have our bad days, right? Like we don't feel confident 24 seven. However, there's a way to tackle it to not let it affect you day to day, right? Yeah. So what do you do when you're having one of those days where you just absolutely we have it a lot especially because we, we take content yeah and we have to constantly look at ourselves look at our pictures of ourselves yeah. i'm sick of singing myself i swear to god <laughs> do you know what i mean we have to constantly like look at ourselves we, mm-hmm. we've had contact things we've taken photos and you've hated them or i've hated them and yeah. like we've taken content together and you're like a photo i'll hate the photo yeah. so like how do you get over that within yourself for yourself so for me I, okay i think i'll just start off by saying 
how I feel about my body in general. Um, so throughout a lot of my life, I was very underweight. I, you know, started to grow into a woman and I started to get more womanly, quote unquote, features such as breasts and a bit of a bum. You know, mm, we're not mm. going to get into them. <laughs> you know? um, and I guess that helped, but I still always felt a little bit insecure about being smaller. And I just, I remember at the time, I would just look to people that, were very confident in their body. For example, I know mm. this is very predictable coming from me, but I'm gonna have to name her. Rihanna, yeah. at the time for me, when she was slimmer, was like my go-to. I would genuinely just Google pictures of her and just go on her Instagram and just look at music videos and just think, wow, like this woman has, cause at the time has like a similar kind of body, body or a uh, body that I can relate to. Mm-hmm and she's just so confident and she just oozes sex appeal and to me that was so interesting someone that you know in society standards should not ooze so much sex appeal is able to do that and that all comes from confidence so really and truly I think a good way to go about it is just fake it till you make it like start off just saying affirmations and just constantly looking in the mirror and telling yourself like I'm fucking hot do you know what mm, I mean and mm. over time you're gonna feel that and you're gonna manifest that and when people see confidence they don't see past that. They're not good. Yeah. They they can see your insecurities if you let them. Confidence is everybody's type. Literally. That's, and, that's and my And mantra. on a woman, that's the sexiest thing that you can have. So, and another <clears throat> thing is, <clears throat> I think accepting your body type for what it is. I'm saying this in a sense where if you are insecure about your body, like for, there's a lot of women out there that are very confident in their body and are confident to wear whatever the hell they want as they can. I think women look great in everything. But if you're insecure about your specific body type, maybe go for clothes that actually complement your body type. Like for me, there's certain clothes I know that, you know, isn't going to look the greatest on me because of... In your opinion. In, in my opinion anyways, exactly. Because we how we view ourselves is very different to how everyone else views us. So I think that as well, just accepting your body type and finding clothes that do complement you and just, you know, getting invested in your style. I think finding a style can really, really, really... Um, boost your confidence because for me over time I've kind of just accepted that I prefer being different I prefer having something unique about me rather than being pretty to what societal standards are mm. for example even like hair color I know a lot of people tell me you know like black hair suits me the most it's what suits me but like I don't really want to go for what generically suits me I want to be different and I feel like if I'm gonna have this body type and it's and it's not as seen nowadays I'm gonna make it seen and mm. that's something I want to do like long that's a long-term goal um, with how I go forward with my career. I want to make people feel seen and I want to make slim girls feel sexy again because I don't feel like we really get that representation anymore. Yeah, definitely. There is a specific one type of body that's more glorified. And if you're on either end of the spectrum, you're not accepted. So yeah. I, I resonate with that. I resonate strongly with what you said about the fact of have some, like our bodies are exactly that just a body when you die it's gonna rot it's gonna be exactly. hanging with the flies and the maggots and all sorts it's a gruesome thing to think about isn't it um what lives on forever is your energy is your spirit is your soul is what you are your legacy like when you leave this earth no one's gonna give a fuck about what your body your body was Do you know i mean it's mm. so spoken about and consumes so much of our society like looks and daily are temporary life. as well they're not forever exactly and looks fade as well i've dated some good looking people who were fucking assholes and some guys who weren't that great looking who were you know 
okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about my dating life ever again on this podcast. Um, <laughs> That's a lie. Okay. <laughs> so it's so important that there is more to you than that focus on what you look like. Whenever I'm having my down days, I'm not feeling myself. I just don't think I look good. Like I always think about, I'm the flyest motherfucker. No one can outdress Period. me the fuck. Yeah. Are you seeing my fucking rail over there? I have the best style in my, yes. like you need to exist, exist in your world. And that's not to take away from anyone else to compare to anyone else. In my world, I'm the fucking shit. I'm intelligent. I am kind. I invest myself. I have a great relationships with my, with my, you know, loved ones because I invest my time to that. I'm a great person. I try every day to try and be a better person. And like, these are the types of things that I, I focus on that makes me feel so much more important than what my body is or mm. what this guy thinks about my body, what this girl thinks about my body. Like I'm creative. I have so many things I can do. And it's important to tap into that and not let your whole focus of your life or your day be surrounded with what your body is. Invest in your spirit, invest in your mind. And also remember that a healthy body isn't necessarily skinny or a healthy body isn't necessarily one that has meat on it. Invest in making your body actually healthy, like work out, yeah. stretch, do meditation, like do yoga, do these things that actually heal the inside of your body. Get yourself checked to the GP. I'm telling that for myself because I've been saying I'm going to go to the GP to get my body checked mm. for the past month and I've been procrastinating. I'm doing it this week and that is that. Um, but yeah, like get your body checked. You never know what's happening in, in your body. Like you never know what's going on. Like mm -hmm. I've had family members who, oh yeah, it's just a little cough or I've lost my appetite full-blown fucking cancer like mm. literally do you know what I mean like it's important to get yourself checked and make sure your insides are as healthy as the time you spent get your lashes done or whatever mm. else you know mm. like find that balance and with growing up you realize the more important things such as what we have said in this little segment so that's kind of the things that help me get back into it also something that makes me feel really confident in my body sometimes is buy myself some new lingerie yes. whenever i get some new lingerie i feel like so hot like that's something i recommend mm -hmm. savage x fenty as you know this yes. podcast is sponsored by rihanna clearly because <laughs> we're so obsessed we speak about her in every fucking episode um but she does that greatly her fucking shows she appeals to every type of woman mm. man and everything in between and she has stuff that accommodates for every body type you mm -hmm. know so it's important to make yourself feel sexy on your own you don't need someone else in your life to make mm -hmm. yourself feel sexy sometimes mm -hmm. i'll just fucking put underwear on and walk around in my in my house and just like take like photos yeah. of me and like i just feel myself you know yeah. i think it's important to do stuff like that as well for sure so on that note after this break we'll be getting into pop goes the culture and this week we'll be speaking about the whole will and jada palava so yeah stick around in West Philadelphia, <laughs> born and raised, <laughs> break out as much. Welcome back to this segment, Pop Girls the Culture. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Okay, well, in this segment this week, we will be talking about this whole Will and Jada fucking palavers all over our TLs yes. in the past week. Basically, in a nutshell, 
Everyone's been hating on Will and Jada's relationship recently. I mean, it, this is a topic every couple of months. I think since the situation with August Alcina and the whole entanglement hashtag shit trend, that was going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Before that, it's been a joke. Remember in J. Cole's song, he was like, I need that Will and Jada, Jada love um, or whatever. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy. And I think, do you know what's mad? Like, I think that part part of the reason they're being so vocal now is because they just feel free from the shackles of having to constantly look like they're in a perfect family. Because yeah. I'm not going to lie, so even the, me. For I the was, past couple of years, basically, Will and Jada Smith have always been glorified as this perfect couple. Even me, like I used to say, I want a family like that because they just seemed so patterned to me. But And then it came out that they had like open relationships they've even cheated on each other and like a bunch of stuff that was like oh my god this whole thing is bizarre it's a problem on social media in general though stop glamorizing people you don't fucking know they're being disappointed when you realize that they are human they make mistakes and they have regular lives like the rest of us that's the problem like you shouldn't have got your expectations up as the audience do you get what i mean but anyway the recent thing that happened with them was just it blew up this fake headline that completely exaggerated what she said on her podcast as they do all the time as she said on her podcast the red table talk um she was speaking with Gwyneth Paltrow just about how sex can get hard in marriages the older you get Mm -hmm. they've been together since they were like 22 and she Mm. was just basically this is exactly what she said she said it's hard Jada said the thing Will and I talk about a lot is the journey we started this at a very young age 22 years old that's why accountability really hits hard for me because I think I used to expect my partner to know what I was thinking, especially when it comes to sex. I used to think, well, if you love me, you should just know. If you love me, you should just read my mind. And that's a huge pitfall in a relationship, which is facts. Like, what did she say that was wrong? This is the headline that was going crazy online. Jada Pickett-Smith explains why it's hard to maintain a healthy relationship and bedroom life with husband Will Smith basically saying she doesn't like having sex that's, with him. That, yeah, and that's the thing. She How never once said that. It's hard to that from that. that. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't. What do you think about this? I think that, yeah, they set her up. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they set her up because essentially what she said is what I've heard a lot that when you're in a marriage for so long, sometimes it can get hard to keep the spark. And that's very understandable. It doesn't mean that she now doesn't like her sex life with him. She might just still want to keep it exciting. And that's what she might struggle with. And I don't even think that that's her putting it all on him. It might be on her part as well. In fact, in what you just read out, she's kind of more acknowledging her fault in that being a problem she was expecting him to know what she wanted when you know communication and talking about what you want your partner to do to you and all this stuff is like such an important part of making your relationship great exactly. and exciting whatever else so she didn't say anything wrong but i think it's a part of a bigger lesson this this topic it's more about the fact that we just go crazy with a few headlines uh-huh. because no one's going to click the link to read the fucking article yeah or no one's going to go on youtube to be like let me fact check. Let me actually get some context to this. We hate. live in a con- we live in a world. Charlemagne, the God, yes. says it all the time, where the lie is more entertaining than the truth, truth type of thing. Yeah. So it's always so exciting for us to see these headlines. And when I first saw it, I'm not even gonna lie. I, I saw it. I listened to the Red Table Talk, but I saw I didn't listen to I didn't That's watch this episode, last episode. Yeah, so same. I saw this headline on Twitter, and I was like, Oh God, did you really yeah. say that? And then I went and I watched it, and I was like, shouldn't shouldn't say that but this is the thing and i feel like every time these things come out every couple of months when they do decide to speak about their marriage or whatever else it's like oh my god will will smith is going down like oh my god 
she's ruining his legacy and it's like bro how or they'll post the picture that he has with margaret robbie because they shot a film together yeah, yeah. and they're like did like photo booth photos and be like look oh, how was defo doing a nasty but yeah they're like look how happy he is with her and a little part of me as a black woman does think hmm oh yeah is yeah, this yeah. what like you know is it because jada's a black woman that what she's making her husband must not want to be with her and all this stuff you know it goes into so many things that our yeah. society unfortunately plays into but yeah, just don't listen to fake news, guys. Like, fucking do your research, maybe. And I'm sorry, can we stop victimizing Will every time they have a story that comes <laughs> out? Like, I'm sorry, he's not, like, okay. And the, here's the problem. It's messy. I think their marriage in general comes across as messy. I don't ever, think ever it's messy. Said, no, 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 I think ever, they just have an open now, marriage and now. people are just no, struggling no, no, to not accept now, that. But I feel like since the August Alcina situation, oh, yeah. that was a messy situation because as we know, like that actually wasn't meant to come out to public knowledge and yeah. it's something that they had to address. So from that point, it was messy on both sides, but everyone was kind of like putting it all on Will, like the fact that his wife would even speak out about it and have him on the show and like, oh my God, like I feel like a lot of men expected him to what, get up and divorce his wife. Nah, bro, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's just not what was going to happen. Yeah, we don't know what happens behind closed doors as we don't need to know. It's none exactly. of our fucking business. But And I feel like as a society, we're so used to seeing women go through the hardships and women stick through thin and thin. And as soon as we see a guy be put in the same position, it's like, oh, hell He no. needs to leave like, her. Like, goodbye. <laughs> and plus, furthermore, we don't know what he's, his contributions to the marriage kind of breaking work because yeah. there was there's a lot of that Wait, as well they're still together yeah exactly no i know but there was a period of time where they 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 did speak about on that on that same red table talk where their marriage just broke down oh, it was yeah. to the point that they were going to get a divorce but yeah. you know i'm sure he had a lot of contributions to that which we unfortunately for Jada, we just found out about her contributions, and mm. that's what had to be addressed. And I, just, I mean, I get it. Like the memes are funny. Like I saw is. a couple of tweets, and it was funny. Like I'm, I, I completely do understand. I just think like as long as it is just goes as far as that, and like people were genuinely believing that was what was going on, yeah. like. I don't know, but places like the shade room and stuff, posting stuff like that with no context, it's like, come on. You knew, you but knew what they, it was going to do. They do it for clickbait, so. Yeah. You know, yeah. Anyway, guys, that is it for this episode. How do you feel about this episode? I enjoyed it. I feel like <laughs> I had to stop myself from speaking too much because there's just so much to say about this topic. But I let us loaded. know what you think and let us know if this is actually something that you guys would like us to continue speaking about because we who can knows? do a part we could, two. We could even get a guest on. We should definitely get a guest on. Yeah, that has a different perspective from us. Maybe for someone sure. who's not the I'd same body type I'd be so interested. I'd be so interested to th- to hear what the guys think of this because I feel like part of me feels like we were just bashing, and that was not our intention. But you know, it was my intention. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, this I did. I always enjoy recording, of course, but this episode was a bit tough for me. Not gonna lie, because I'm yeah. having one of them days today, and it's tough you to speak about girl. these type of um topics uh so yeah that's the end of the episode i'm gonna run away now (laughs) thank you for listening guys make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at girl meets girl podcast this podcast is available on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts till next time ttyl